also drive and explode like dust. Suck my balls, suck my balls. You must suck my golf balls. Mommy? Yes? Suck my balls. You got a lot of growing up to do, buddy. Suck my balls. Sorry I'm different, but you can just suck my clit and my balls. You know what? You know what? That's what. <laughs> suck my clit and balls. I don't have to suck your balls. Before this day is over, you will suck my balls. Suck my balls, fat ass. I will. I will suck your balls, cow. And I will get down on my knee and I will suck your balls. I'll suck them drag, cow. Suck my balls, cow. Well, excuse my French, Mrs. Marsh, but you can suck my fat, hairy balls. Suck my big balls and your hairy butt hole. Suck my big balls and your hairy butt hole. Suck my big balls and your hairy, hairy butt hole. What is that? It's my balls! Can't get it, Curtis! How would you like to suck my balls? What did you say? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Actually, what I said was... How would you like to suck my balls, Mr. Curtis? Holy shit, dude. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of Suck My Balls. Suck them. Suck them dry. A South Park Review. I'm your host, with the most, who lives on the Northwest Coast, your boy, MSG. You can follow me on Twitter and on the gram, at Matthew underscore Schaffer. Each and every week, we aim to please to try and review every episode of South Park, and I... I am not alone, as you heard there. He lives on the southwest coast. He's your bro who will walk in and you'll be like, damn, oh, he looks good for show. What's up, buddy? How are you today? Awesome. How about you? Uh, day whatever it is in quarantine land. That's where we're at in the world right now. But apparently there's some good news in my state here uh, where I reside. Uh Apparently, seven or eight days ago was the peak of the total, as far as death toll, was the highest in my state. And after that, it's actually steady decline so much so that they're sending generators back to New York. So it looks like here it's starting to go down in my state. So that's that's a very good thing to hear. They're talking in that they're talking that the social distancing can, needs to continue to last through at least May. They're thinking um, as that would be the smartest way to flatten the curve, but. Washingtonians are used to chilling at home and doing nothing because it's raining and dark and gray here a lot of times again. So, you know, you, you brighten up my world today. <laughs> That's what's up. But I also have the sun out. As you can see, it's a nice 60 to 7 degrees outside right now. So it's a, it's a great day, and I'm glad to be here with you. And I'm glad you're listening, ladies and gentlemen. We're here for another South Park review. And today we're here to talk about something special. Something special to a man. Something special to a man's body part. Something special to a <laughs> man. We're talking about the man's fire, man. That's right. It's good to call you baby. A wee-wee. <laughs> and in this episode, it's act, wee-wee. Ba-boo-ba-ba-ba. Oh, someone was like, <clears throat> someone said LOL. They don't even know what we're talking about. <laughs> Big timey, Luis Suarez. If you listen to this episode later, Ike's Wee Wee, season two, episode three. Very interesting episode, very funny episode, cult classic episode, 100%. And uh, it's just a weird thing for them to do an episode on, though. Like, if you look over the context of animation, has there really ever been 
since this episode a full-on circumcision storyline. Have you ever seen that in any animation? And unless the show was like some form of, uh, I don't know, law and order CSI crime where boom, 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 in the court of law. Why are you here, sir? Where? He chopped off my penis. (laughs) 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 Unless it's something weird like that. They really haven't ever like discovered like the idea of what it means to talk about male circumcision. It's it's kind of like taboo still, I would say, even to this day, to talk about it publicly. Like that's just what happens for guys. Now, we're gonna get into it more because I have some really interesting thoughts. Um, maybe probably more like I guess you'd say I wouldn't say controversial, but more like some of you guys are just gonna roll their eyes like, oh my god, he's just looking to argue about something, which I'm not. I'm just gonna bring up some statistical information on this, but. Let's talk about the episode. Ike's Wee Wee, of course, is the third episode of the second season of South Park. This episode episode debuted on May 20th, 1998. In this episode, the premise, there's two major storylines. One, the school counselor, Mr. Mackey, is fired due to the fact of drugs being uh, not returned to him. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, the boys are uh, misconstruing the idea of what circumcision is and entails. And they believe that potentially someone's penis could be gone as Kyle's young and that being Kyle's younger brother. So <laughs> <laughs> the uh, episode starts off with them. I believe they're in front of the, the, they're in the class. I'm sorry. Mr. Mackey is in front of the, the class and he's getting ready to speak. And uh, Mr. Garrison, you know, of course, talks about having the boys you know, take their seats. Yeah, uh, you know, somebody booed. I think it was Stan right away. He boos him. Like, boo. <laughs> <laughs> this morning, we're going to have a special lecture from your school counselor, Mr. Mackey. Boo. Now, now who was that? Mr. Mackey's like, sorry, no, Mr. Mackey. No, 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 no. Who's that? <laughs> no, no, who's that? Uh, that's okay. Just don't let it happen again. Okay, I'm good. I'm good. So Mr. Mackey talks about the follies of drugs and alcohol. He basically says you shouldn't smoke. You know, alcohol is bad. Uh, Stan's asking stupid questions like, you know, why is why is a dog's nose cold? <laughs> And, uh, you know, he's like, you know, we'll get back to you. And he basically talks about what happens when you smoke marijuana. He passes around some marijuana around the classroom. <laughs> and he's all describing what it smokes like. <laughs> I was like, no, no, well, some marijuana made it back to the front. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll finish talking about it. In the meantime, I want to get into a little alcohol. Okay. Uh, alcohol is bad. Okay. okay. And now while this is going on, Kyle's discussing, you know, having a birthday party for Ike and uh, Briss. And they're like, what's that? And he's like, I don't know, dude, but there's going to be food. There's going to be a band. And Kyle's like, I pay for it. While this is going on, Mackie continues to talk about drugs. And then at the end of this, he asks for the drugs to, you know, be returned. Well, they're never returned. So unfortunately, Mr. Mackie ends up in Prince of Victoria's office. <laughs> and Victoria's <laughs> like... Now, you are bad, Mr. Mackey. I am very disappointed in you, young man. You should be ashamed of yourself. What could have possessed you to be so stupid? I'm sorry, Principal Victoria. Well, sorry isn't going to cut the cheese this time, mister. I'm afraid I'm going to have to suspend you from school. You mean I'm fired? Well, I guess that's the grown-up way to put it. Yes. 
That's a mm-hmm. no-no there, Mr. Mackey. Why didn't you bring those? Uh, you, you, sh- you cannot uh, pass around marijuana to the students. I'm sorry, I'm And she uh, elects to suspend him, which Mr. Garrison deducts. I'm sorry, Mr. Mackey deducts that, uh, well, that means the equivalent of being fired. Right. <laughs> so, so he's fired. He's fired, dude. Uh, before we continue, man, it's kind of crazy uh, that he just gets fired. I mean, I understand it. it's it's shitty, but like, if it wasn't on the kids, then no kids should have been. There shouldn't be of any risk, right? Right. If none of the kids had it, and the teacher didn't have it, so there needs something else needs to happen rather than just get fired. Or it's kind of uh, weird. In in most cases, that leads to like an internal investigation. Like they've kind of fired him pretty goddamn fast. Yeah, I mean, they basically like. Pulled him to the office, and he got the axe. Yeah, he was gone. And we have to let you go, Mr. Mackey. <laughs> kind of kind of sad. It's kind of sad, you know what I'm saying? So, it's not a happy dream. Not a happy dream. <laughs> As they're walking away, like Cartman's like, Hey, my guy, my bad. And Chef rolls up on him, and he's all <laughs> like... <laughs> Why does his butt hurt? I think that was a callback to the anal probing, you know. But he, I think uh, what he what he was saying is they searched him. They 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 all got searched for the uh, marijuana. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I got you. Chef rolls up on him like hood style. Yo, what's up, children? <laughs> what up, children? You got that weed, children? <laughs> I heard what happened at school. None of you took that, now did you? <laughs> Stan's like, nah, dude, we didn't even see it, and they're all telling him, no, we did. And he's like, uh, you know. He basically asked him, do you know why drugs are bad? And Kyle's like, because they're an additive solution to the greater problem causing disease of both body, mind, and soul, and consequences far away in supposedly benefits. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, do you know what any of that means? No. 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 Uh, I know. Drugs are bad because if you do drugs, you're a hippie. And hippie shit, says Cartman. <laughs> Look, children, that's all I'm going to say. This is all I'm going to say about drugs. Stay away from them. There's a time and a place for everything, and it's called college. Do you understand? Do you understand, children? So, what are we doing with our lives then? <laughs> I, what, what are we doing? Very interesting on the early onset of this episode that Mr. Mackey right away comes out and says, Marriage one is bad. Okay. And then you got Chef rolling up like, Yo, yo, little crackers, you <laughs> better not be smoking none of that Mary J, some of that weed, some of that hashish, some of that sticky icky. Some of that green gully, some of that hot, hot, hot fire, some of that OG Kush. Okay, we can go on like this forever, but <laughs> <laughs> I could do that probably the next hour. You could probably jam in too. You could probably jam in too. I got some apple daddy sugar, OG beef. Some turtle pie, some northern lights, number five. <laughs> got some, you got integrity. That's what you got. Got some integrity. But basically, Chef, you know, initially just tells the boys, you know, don't do drugs. There's a time, there's a place, don't do drugs. And while while this is going on, Mr. Mack is struggling with the fact that he's been fired. You know, he's kind of like uh, wandering wandering around the town. And it's kind of funny because the the people in the town are all, like, horrible to him. (laughs) They're all like... Hey, you're a dr- you're a drug addict. Hey, you know what you got in common? They just fix. <laughs> you know what you got in common with Homer Simpson? No. <laughs> um, 
So the, the town just basically like shames him for smoking weed. Pretty much. Like, why did drug user cross the road? <laughs> it's like stupid things. Like, and it's 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 kind of sad. But Mackie ends up finding himself in a bar. Bar. He's basically going to try alcohol here for the first time. Ian, do you remember trying it's- alcohol for your first time? Um. Yes and no. <laughs> I remember the first, uh, like, uh, I remember the first time tasting it and thinking beer tastes like nasty cheese. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a good analysis, I would say. Yeah. I'm not a big beer fan in general, like, as I've gotten to be older. Like, I'm into, like, sake. You know what I mean? Like, I'm into, mm-hmm. like, uh, sake and I'm into, like, Japanese beer. It's made out of rice. Like, for- sake bombs. Like barley, for some reason, as I've gotten older, the barley, the wheat, it just doesn't sit well in my stomach. Maybe that's just because it's a high amount. Maybe it's because it's not gluten-free. Oh, my God. Randy was right, God damn it. <laughs> why, did, why did he switch to Japanese beer, by the way? It doesn't have any wheat. good question. It's just rice. I mean, there's probably gluten in rice, but probably not as high amount, I would, I would assume. Probably not. I don't know. That... Hmm. <laughs> well, anyway, so Mackie finally does take his first alcoholic beverage, his first drink. He, you know, he, his first drink. He he gulps it down, and uh, meanwhile, while this is going over, Ken, Kyle invites Stan Cartman and Kenny to his younger brother's uh, Briss. Uh, when they learn more about what a Briss is, they misconstrue it as a party where they're going to remove his penis. <laughs> Now, uh, so bris, circumcision. <laughs> it's kind of a weird topic, as we mentioned, to speak upon because it's, you know, it's considered, I would think, to be a private affair. But I also believe there's also a misconception that, like, if you're not circumcised, there's something wrong with that because really there's nothing wrong with that either. It's whatever the parents decide to choose to do or. Uh, whatever the adult decides to choose to do as they get older. Uh, right. There are there are different steps as far as hygienically in which you have to take care of it differently. I can speak to this, right? So like, you know, but at the same time, there's also added benefits. You know, if someone walks up on you and gives you a little flick, you got a nice little outer protector shell that's going to prevent the, you know, the ricochet <laughs> of a full-on... Uh, Penis pain is what I like to call it. When I was a kid, sometimes I get a little flick and I'd be like, got to do a little bit harder, bro. <laughs> got to do a little bit harder. <laughs> got to do a little bit harder. But what I'd like to say is there's a misconception that for some reason, if you're circumcised, that may, or if you're not circumcised, like you're a weirdo. Because honestly, when you get an erection, every penis actually ends up looking about the same. The skin on the, I, that's, it becomes flaccid and pulls underneath or under the head. So it looks like a regular penis, dude. Now, are there penises that don't look like that? Yeah, of course not. But most penises, you know, that that skin can pop right under. So, Ian, I'm talking a lot about dick here. What are your thoughts about kind of weird. What are your thoughts? Hey, that's what I'm saying. You got to be a doctor about this. You got to. Are we going to answer the question? Or are we both? Are, uh, I don't know. I'm not you. Well, I'm not asking your personal question. I'm asking you what's your thoughts on the uh, the conception and idea of. A, a bris or circumcision. I'm about to get historical with you before I go into my Oh, my thoughts. idea. Uh, what what the history from what I understand is they started doing it because they were traveling people 
and it was like a hygiene thing. So there was like back in the, that's why it's like a big thing for Jews is because back when they were traveling through the desert, they're like, okay, we're traveling people. Come on, grab the knish. Let's get the foreskins. You don't want sand in there. Come on, let's go. You know, I, I it's a terrible thing. You know, it's, it's awful, but that's what we got. I got it. I got it. No, I, I think that's definitely a good point. And then what I want to tack on to that is that this addition, this tradition was added to other cultures and beliefs over centuries, mm-hmm. right? To a point now where it becomes part of the medical industrial complex and people are paid to perform said bris when realistically there is no reason unless you're jewish or i believe some catholics might do it i assume i'm not gonna you know just pretend i know everything about religion so i mean if it's a religious thing 100 percent, i get it but if you're just like a regular non-religious person like it really is no reason to get a circumcision you should actually realistically leave that up to the, the child you're almost like taking away the right of somebody's to have their body part chopped off for the sake of quote unquote it looking bigger when that's not going to make it look bigger trimming up the area and keeping your shit clean is going to make it look good and big not fucking like a tiny extra piece of foreskin that moves down half a millimeter you know what i'm saying so right. like it, it what i mean do you believe at all from a religious standpoint or from a financial standpoint that it continues to evolve and, and be passed down from tr- from year to year be- over because of like families. Like, oh, I had it done. My son had it done. His son's gonna have it done. I mean, is well, that where we're at? It's just because it's a tradition. It's no. I mean, we're at that. It's cleaner. It's more hygienic. It's not more hygienic. There's no scientific. Wanna... There's, yeah, there no sci- there's no scientific proof. I can speak to it. There is no scientific proof. All you have to do is it's not any dirtier than what your our penises already are, bro. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. In fact, I watched like a myth show on it or something like that, or it was like uh, Adam ruins everything. She's like, and I got, but it's like bigger, and I got, and there wasn't any scientific proof on it, bro. So like, that's what I'm saying. It's not really a big deal. You still clean it. In fact, like I was saying, it actually adds more layer protection because the head of a penis. It's very sensitive. You know this. It's a very sensitive piece of, of, of male genitalia. I know we've been talking about this for a while. I'm going to wrap this up so we can move along here and, su- and suck my bowels podcast and get back to South Park. But I'm just saying, don't, be ju- don't judge people. Let them be what they want to be. So Mr. Mackey got fired. He's wandering around the town. He gets back to his house. All of a sudden... He's locked out. He's locked out. And the the landlord pops up and he's all like, I don't I don't want to rent to no drug. You need to get out of here, Garrison. Get out of here, <laughs> you drug user. You drug user. There's a rock at his face. Oh, I'm good. I've been like practicing that voice since I was a kid. You drug user, you need to get out of here. Oh, God. Drug user! Drug user! So Garrison's now homeless. He finds himself hanging out in in an alley. 
and you know all of a sudden there's a homeless guy and mr mackie's talking about like oh i'm all alone here okay and he's like hey you want some weed he's like uh marijuana's bad okay uh, it, it ends up making you feel like you're alone and scared and you're at the bottom of your barrel. And the guy's like, and, and, and it can get any worse. <laughs> and he's like, uh, good point. <laughs> so he starts smoking weed. And then like the homeless guy has that like reaction of like when you smoke with someone for their first time. And this alley is cool. It's so love and beautiful. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> Because Garrison gets fucking high off of his ass, right? And the homeless guy is like, oh, shit. I, guess I just got high with someone who got high for their first time. Have you ever had that experience? Or, I mean, has anybody told you about their experience with you getting stoned for the first time? <laughs> like, Among people that have, like, really, that have actually got stoned for the first time, you don't really get stoned for the first time. I disagree. Uh, when I got stoned for the first time, I hallucinated. I never be- weed has never made me hallucinate. Not once. It made it's made me hallucinate a couple times. Some good stuff. One hundred percent. You know, you see things that might not be there, created by the subconscious. And I believed that I was a pastry product. Uh, to be exact, I was under the influence and suspicion that I was a cupcake, a uh, a cupcake. I, I I believed that I was a cupcake. So much so that when one of my friends put their hand on my shoulder, I was like, "Dude, don't touch me! You just messed my, up my frosting." No, you don't have any fun first experiences or. Mm, the first time I actually got like high high, it was at a youth thing for the church. It was young men, it was mutual, young men's and young women's, and we were watching a movie. And homie produced a little one hitter, and me and our other homie were like, he was like, You guys all got it. Me and him like, like, Yeah. So we went and sat in the van and smoked a couple bowls out of this one hitter, passed it back and forth. And then I just was like, I was just, oh my gosh. (laughs) I was laughing at everything. Like, I slipped and fell like three separate times. I remember walking up to home and be like, dude, I'm so high. He's like, you need to be quiet. And I was like, yeah, okay. I was that guy. I've been that guy. Uh, One of the first times I smoked was I was a, a junior in high school and i was in the like the advanced english classes and my buddy was like we're about to do a debate for speech and debate (laughs) and he bro you smoke to like relax a little so i took one hit bro first time i ever took one hit at at school and i got pretty pretty high (laughs) and we did this in the bathroom so i go to class and we had this debate on like i think the topic was like bipolar or something like that and one of the arguments, the chick was like, um, if you're bipolar, you need to take medication. Otherwise, you're potentially going to be suicidal or violent. And I was like, hi. So I was like, you're wrong. And she was like, excuse me. I was like, you're wrong. I'm bipolar. I don't feel like killing you. <laughs> and then like everybody went quiet. 
and then I won the debate. Bam. Bam. In your face. In your Got him. Get him. So now that Mr. Mackey smoked his weed, he's become a drug-free and hippie. You know, he it's so much so he ends up out in the woods where he finds some hippies that he suspended from school. <laughs> and they give him some LSD. His head starts flying off his head. It's, you know, they're kind of giving the uh, what's it called? The uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The the I forgot what I, my 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 train of thought. Don't forget your train of thought, man. No, it's like they're they're given they're given like an exaggeration of what it's like to be on LSD. Like he was his head was floating. Right. Like, of course. It was floating through the town. You know what I mean? Like you could just kind of take that as uh, metaphorical imagery as to where he's just like I think they showed at one point he's just kinda like stoned somewhere, right? Isn't he just like laying somewhere or something? No, I'm thinking of something else, but like I kind of just view it as like almost metaphorical that he's sort of floated and or whatever that he's because like you can just I just kind of picture that he's just kind of like slumping by the kids when the kids see him floating by, but we see him floating by, but I see him walking by. I don't know. I can just conceptualize him being high, not really floating. Yeah, I mean, I, I've I've I. I, I... I've tried LSD, uh, you know, a few times. Uh, nothing like crazy, nothing like ec- exciting, I- if you will. But secret time, I want to try it. Oh, you haven't tried it? Mm-hmm. Like I've done it twice, and it was like in a good experience. It was like out in the woods on a camping trip, you know, far away from civilization and society. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. But. You know, just because, you know, you try something once or twice doesn't mean it's necessarily good or bad. It's just an experience. Man, you are such a drug addict. Let me tell you something right now, boy. Right. If you want to try something, if you do it in a, I'd say, a positive way, in a professional way to learn and understand what's happening. I don't necessarily think it's bad. I'm not saying go out and do meth and heroin or something like that in the woods. But, like, there are people – I think I've seen documentaries where people are just drug addicts and they choose to live away from civilization. Like, I saw one where it was, like, some guy who lives in the mountains in a tent. And they're like, why do you live up here and live like this? He's like, I like drugs, but I don't want to hurt nobody. So I live up here by myself. I was like, you know what? <laughs> like, I'm not even mad. Like, you chose to go away from society. You don't want to hurt nobody. You just want to do your drugs and die, I guess, then, like, you've chosen that lifestyle, right? You, you know, I can't, I'm, I'm not, I unfortunately am not going to be the person to convince you otherwise, right? Right. Nothing, nothing more I can do about that. So, um, Kyle gets the idea that we got to, they got to hide his brother because of the circumcision while this is going on from his parents. And Ky- so Kyle ends up putting Ike on a train to Nebraska and then makes like an Ike style doll out of bones in an attempt to like, you know, throw off his parents or make him suspicious. Um, so they bring him back to the house. And <laughs> <laughs> Fucking thing of bones, dude. <laughs> it's made of bones of chicken bones, as Kyle mentions. Now this backfires, unfortunately, as the dog, they have the door open and the mm. dog's in the background and he's like stalking. And then all of a sudden the dog pounces on Ike, Starts chewing him up, rips off half of his head. Hey, baby! Oh, God! Get out of here, you Let him go! 
my baby! Bubble of mine! nothing we can do runs out into the highway and a gas truck tries to avoid crashing into the dog does not crashes the dog and then the gas tank explodes (laughs) so they make you believe that ike is dead (laughs) it's kind of like it's kind of like the death too in um What's that movie? Uh, cemetery, animal, animal cemetery, animal cemetery, right? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Animal cemetery. I've never seen that movie. Never seen it. No. That, that's interesting. That they were parodying that. I mean, was there like a, an epic death scene in that movie? Yeah, the little boy gets run over by a semi truck. Oh, that's not cool, man. No, it's not cool at all. Is it? This isn't cartoon. Obviously, this is real. This is a movie, yeah. Wow, it's a, it's a scary, did they, horrible. Did they movie. show it? Yeah, wow. they show him get hit. They show him get plowed over by a semi truck. Like you don't see like guts and stuff, but oh. you like you see pretty close. Like I th- I'm pretty sure you see his like shoe flying. Oh, wow, is it, bloody it's shoe. Not, and... It's not as graphic as South Park in the latest oh, season. Yeah. Put it down when you're driving and you're. I just became president, so I'm gonna put it down. The lady's driving. Oh my god, I just became president of my company. Put it down. You're right. <laughs> I'm gonna put it down. So while that's going on, as we mentioned, Mackie now being a drug addict is uh, you know, he's he finds a woman. Oh no, actually, I'm sorry, he's out in the town, like walking around in Jimbo, and uh Jimbo and Ned come up and they're like, Hey, you freaking hippie. And he and he's like uh he scolds them. He's like, you know, you're a hypocrite on the one hand, you know, you scold people about guns, but on the other hand, you use them or and et cetera, et cetera, right? Basically kind of throw it in their face, their hypocrisy of both saying one thing and doing another, him being a hippie himself now. And one of the hippie chicks ends up overhearing this, so she gets excited. And all of a sudden, they're going to go back to his house or her house and finger paint. They go back, they finger paint, they shag. She ends up saying, like, let's get married. And he's like, okay. <laughs> so they go to India, and now they're on their honeymoon, right? But we believe this is where they're at. They're on their honeymoon, and all of a sudden, the A-team shows up in their trucks and shit like uh, that. And they stupid. They snag him, they throw him in the back of the van, they take him back to South Park, and they're basically telling him, look, it was our fault. Oh, it was what? Principal Victoria's in the car, Garrison's in the car, and Victoria's like, we apologize. We know now that we shouldn't have just thrown you away. Like, they're trying to be good people. I get it, as far as friends is concerned, right? But Garrison, that is, I'm sorry, I keep saying Garrison. Mackie at this point is like, like, I haven't done drugs in weeks. <laughs> right. He's been sober. He's been clean. He looks good. You know, and then all of a sudden, these 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 bums come out of nowhere. <laughs> like, oh, man. Yeah, it's kind of sad because you there feel— There could have been a better resolution to that. Yeah, you you know, you took him away from the love of his life. He's in India. He's on his honeymoon. You didn't even give him an opportunity to, like, I don't know, introduce her— to you know his 
friends or something like that. They're his true friends. Like, I don't know. A little extreme to be kidnapping him like that, too. Like, why wouldn't you just, like, walk up on him and be like, yo, bro, are you okay? Why did you have to sabotage a new part of his life? Didn't make right, sense. like they just they just completely came in, fucked it all up. Ruined Mackey's life. His chance at something different, you know. Then it takes him damn near almost twenty years before he meets another girl. Well, all right, okay. Well, all right. <laughs> With that one chick in the newer seasons, the female counselor or whatever her name was, or HR lady. So now that Ike is dead, they're at the funeral. And, like, as they're exiting the funeral, they find out that Kyle's brother is Canadian, which is crazy. Who would have thunk it after, you know, 17 episodes that Kyle just figures this out? Uh, I'm sorry. I guess it would technically be 14, 15 episodes. But Kyle is, now that he finds out that Ike is not his biological brother, he decides that he no longer cares and he's no longer his brother. That's kind of fucked up kind of sad but it's also from a kid's standpoint i think kind of accurate right mm-hmm. like you're so juvenile in that thought process that like oh wait a minute he's not my blood brother then we're not brothers we're not brothers looking for some new podcasts to listen to well rat sound review network has plenty of shows to choose from like rat sound review where they discuss the latest rock and metal news as well as interviews and albums album versus album the King Diamond Podcast with Wayne Noon, Greg Noggle, and sometimes this guy. Smack him a gob! Ralph Vieira is also on our network with the Vieira Vault. There's also Old Man Metal's Musings, where he discusses heavy metal and beer. Music is Life with Lou Mavs. The Right Opinion for Those Who Love Politics. A South Park podcast called Suck My Balls. The Infinite Fringe. A watch-along wrestling show called Beyond Bushido. Extradivarius guitarist, the Timo Tolki podcast. And the great Harry Barnett with I Don't Even Like Podcast and The Laugh Cast. So check out RatSoundReview.com or search RatSoundReview on YouTube, Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. So, I mean, as someone who's technically, quote-unquote, a stepchild, if you will, um... Even though me and my sister have the same mom, we have different sperm donors. Um, but I consider my dad my dad, right? You know, he's been there since I was like a kid. So right. I, I definitely kind of identify with this thought process. Like I've never looked at my sister and been like, she's not my sister. You know what I mean? I'm like, no, that's my sister. And if you fuck with her, I'm about to go psycho. <laughs> <laughs> you going to die in the worst way possible, boy. You go now, but apparently I have a long lost stepsister in uh, what is it in in Nevada somewhere. Apparently the sperm donor mated with another female. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. What if I? What if one day <laughs> I'm just like walking through Nevada and I find like the female identical person? <laughs> It'll be like some fucking like. Simpsons, Futurama, Doggling, or you know that one scene where they all just start like, oh, "It's you!" and they point at each other, <laughs> like, "What? <laughs> what? Are you like paying your bills over there? You seem a little preoccupied." <laughs> no, I was um, I was looking up stuff about circumcision. God, you're still over there looking about stuff about circumcision. I can tell you from firsthand account, I'm not circumcised. 
There's nothing wrong with that being circumcised. That's what I'm saying. It's not an, It's not different. You can go on the internet and find any piece of evidence that says it's for. It's against it. I'm giving you 100% straight up firsthand knowledge. There is nothing wrong with it. Okay. And there's no. nothing wrong with being circumcised. That is correct too. That was my whole argument. If you would oh, oh, well, I didn't. I, I, I missed that part. Okay. Exactly. You. Were like, <laughs> Fuck this! I gotta go on the internet and look this up. <laughs> I never said there was. The whole argument I was making was: there's nothing wrong if you are. There's nothing wrong if you are. If you're not, or if you are, you are not circumcised. It doesn't matter. That's, doesn't what, I mean. That's what I was saying. God. Man. All right. Anyway. Anyway. All over there, looking at. He's all like typing away. I know the fucking audience can hear you, like. Typing in the background, I said, "Like I gotta do some investigative journalism." <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> uh, it's it's revealed to um, his family. Kyle ends up revealing it after that his brothers not they're not brothers. He's like, "Yeah, whatever, dude. You know what? Fuck it. Ike's not even dead. He's in Nebraska." <laughs> some irony, some fine irony. They're like, "What? What? What?" So what? they do go to Nebraska. They find Ike. He's being used as a trash can in a bar somewhere. Um, a tool, a, a table, table stand. Ta- I'm sorry, a table stand. Everybody believes he's a trash can. Have you seen our son? Oh, you mean that little trash can? Yeah, I think he's being used over at the bar. So they find him. You know, they bring him back to America. Um, while this is going on, uh, Mr. Mackey, he pretty much gets clean. You know what I mean? He, he, he He's all nice and cleaned up. He's not uh, he's not a drug addict no more. And we'll get to that conclusion here of what happens after the bris as we get to that final scene. They're at the bris now. You know, the Jewish doctor shows up. A couple different people walk inside. Everyone's, you know, there's one guy. She's like, hey, he's like, hey how's it going? She's like, uh, who are you? Oh. Do I know you? Uh, Hi there. Hello. Do I know you? Oh, no, but I never miss a bris. Here, I brought some dip. Oh, thanks. No, I just love bris. <laughs> I would never miss one. Never miss one. I brought some dip. <laughs> How revolting is that? Like, you just show up to watch little boys get their penises snipped? What are you going to do this Thank Saturday, Steve? Yeah, I'm going after the bra flash keys to watch your penis get snipped. Yeah, you're going to they got a nice party going on, so I think it'll be there. It's a circumcision party. Yeah, that doesn't <laughs> that doesn't sound fun. It's not that's not something I would like. Uh, that's not something I want to Even if make I sense. have a kid and like I would be like, oh, you know, or like that kid got older and was like, Hey dad, you wanna come to my my circumcision party? I'd be like, I'll come, but does it have to be a party? <laughs> like, can't we just go get that shit done and then, you know, uh, I don't know, get you some cocaine and a hooker. Like <laughs> Like, I would let my kid do it when he got older. They say you shouldn't do it when you're older because it takes a lot longer to heal. That I've read about that. <clears throat> but, like, like if you want to do it when you're older, then do it when you're older, too, as well. I mean, but, like, I've known people who was like, yeah, I got it. Like, someone told me they got when they were older. It took them, like, two weeks for the foreskin to actually heal and all that. And I was like, that sucks. Like, so I can see why you do it when you're a kid if you're going to do it. I get the medical observance because you do it, it's easier to heal it's smaller it's a little snip right you're still right. bot your bot's still forming i get that but 
um, you know, at this bris party, the kids are in tear, right? <laughs> like they've. <laughs> Like we, I failed. To, I forgot to mention initially when they talked about what uh, when they confirmed what a bris was to their parents. There was like an animated scene, and like they're like, <laughs> they're like it's all like very um, old school animated '50s '60s style that describes very devilish style of uh, artistic animation. One would even compare it now to the likes of what's that game Cuphead. It's kind of like that style of old school cartoonish drawing with the devil, with that, you know, the devilish side. Cause you got Gerald and Sheena, they're like, we're going to chop off your baby. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, ah! So now at the end of the part, now at the end, they're at the party. Kyle doesn't care that Ike is going to get uh, circumcised because he's like, oh, it's not my brother. I don't care. But Ike runs in because, you know, he's, he doesn't know that his brother feels this way. And, you know, he, he goes to him for love and affection and for him to hide, just you know, to get away from the the man trying to chop off his pee-pee. That's what they believe it to be. Well, he comes in and he's like, you have to become some kind of sick weirdo to want to chop off someone's fireman. You stay away from my little brother. But, but, but son, I just... You aren't going to cut off his wee-wee. Not today, you sick-ass weirdo. Kyle, what are you talking about? And you, you should be ashamed of yourself. Don't you understand that us males are defined by our firemen? Yes, the fireman is very magical. If you rub his helmet, he spits in your eye. Kyle, a, a circumcision is a very common thing for Ike to have. His father had it, his grandfather had it, and his brother had it. Yeah, the fireman is the most precious part of the anatomy. And uh, he's he, basically the rabbi explains that his father was circumcised, his grandfather was circumcised, and his brother was circumcised. <laughs> and he's like, and he's like, what? So he explains to him what a circumcision is. You know, we're not going to chop off his pee pee. We chop off or trim the foreskin at the top to make it look bigger. <laughs> Cartman's like, yeah, I want to get circumcised. So he's like, yeah, me too. And uh, Cartman, they all decide they want to be circumcised, uh, and they kind of watch the process, and they kind of pass out momentarily. Kyle's, re- of course, relieved to see that Ike is unharmed. Uh, we also forgot to mention that Garrison was the one who took the weed. He's the one that got high, and he he watches Teletubbies. Everyone that gets high in this episode watches Teletubbies. Yeah, I don't, I don't get uh, it. I guess that's supposed to kind of like explain like hallucinogens and weird shit, but like, dude. Uh, I remember when the Teletubbies came out because my sister watched it. We have, there's a nine-year difference, and I didn't like it then. Uh, I remember smoking a couple times and being like, I'm going to watch the Teletubbies because South Park did it, and <laughs> it was dumb. Stupid. It was stupid. Um, but, yeah, so unfortunately garrison got away with it he's the stoner in this that seems kind of messed up that you know he goes all the way to india and doesn't at least make amends with mackie like you know hey dude sorry i was the one that took that weed bro like <laughs> right like there's there's a couple things that have left unread as alluded and it's kind of <sighs> okay <laughs> so we wrap up the episode with... <laughs> we uh we wrap up <laughs> 
we wrap up the episode with Kyle, you know, saying, you know, I've learned something here today. Uh, family isn't about whose blood you have. It's about who you care about. And Kyle says, and that's why I feel like you guys are more than just friends. You're my family, except for Cartman. And Stan's like, naturally. And Kyle, naturally. <laughs> it's good, you guys. I don't want to be in your penis Captain family anyway. <laughs> now, the last scene for the episode is that they're in school, and they bring Mr. Back, Mackie back after giving him his life back. And he's like, oh, oh okay, kids. Uh, you shouldn't do drugs. Okay? Uh, drugs are bad. You see, I was at the bottom of the barrel. Uh, I-, I was a wreck. Why? I didn't even care about money. I was wasting <laughs> my life. And I was like, you know what? That sounds beautiful, actually. Cartman's like, hey, are you guys going to come to my bitch, man? And Stan's like, you can't have your bris tomorrow, Cartman. That's what I'm having mine. And Cartman's like, no way, I set mine up first. And Mr. Mac is like, now, boys, you need to listen up, okay? What I'm talking about might save your life someday, okay? Now, boys, you need to listen up, okay? What what I'm talking about might save your life someday, okay? Okay, Mr. Mac, okay? Okay. Okay? Okay. 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 And then they all kind of go, okay, okay, okay. 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 And it basically ends with Mr. Mackey kind of trailing off. Uh, drugs are bad. You shouldn't do drugs. Uh, if you do them, uh, you're dr- you're bad because uh, drugs are bad. Okay. It's a bad thing to do drugs. So uh, don't be bad. Uh, by doing drugs. Okay. Uh, that's bad because drugs are bad. Okay. <laughs> and that's how the episode ends. So, all in all pretty funny episode let's kind of go over a couple things here as we wrap up here we've we're about i believe about 35 40 minutes in and uh as part of our new format we don't want to go over an hour here so let's get to the public reception here so ike's wee was kind of of course met with very favorable reviews critics especially praised this episode for its touching moments uh being the contrasting uh, idea that south park's only off-color humor all the time um, you know, they kind of did kind of a heartfelt, you know, pulled at your heartstrings here in this episode. Uh, the, uh, in this episode, a member of the Chicago Tribune, Alan Johnson, praised this episode, said its comparison with the first two episodes of the season, considering it'd be one of the better episodes of the series. When it reached its 100th episode in 2003, the same writer also listed Ike's Wheelie as one of the top 10 episodes that have made South Park one of the most provocative comedies on TV. Uh, a review in the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette said that in the midst of all this potty mouth humor, there are moments that are downright touching and particularly highlighted the ending of Ike's Wee Wee as an example explaining that all's well that ends well and the approval of it in uh, 2000. Uh, Vitters, uh, I'm sorry, and then the visitors of Comedy Central's website in 2000 chose Ike Wee Wee's as their favorite episode during a voting called South Park Elections held around the time of the United States presidential election that year. <laughs> That's, kind That's of cool. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's a new thing to me. So that was a good, you know, kind of public reaction, being a heartfelt, you know, they kind of had a nice um, ending, nice wrap up there that, you know, above all else, family is key. Unfortunately, I think, and we can kind of talk about it right now as far as something that I don't like, and it kind of ties into, you know, Mr. Mackey's synonymous line, the drugs are bad. They really trivialized marijuana smoking or drugs itself. Like it was bad. They made it just so shitty and that you were kind of a loser if you did drugs. And that pissed me off. That pissed me off. A little bit. But I get it. We're talking about the 90s, right? Late 90s. The culture at that time hadn't shifted. Now, interestingly enough, at the time, I didn't know this, obviously. Young kid. California resident. You know, you've actually been able to get medical marijuana since like the – Mid-90s, like 96, 97, around that time frame. You didn't know that, dude? 
Well, I mean, I knew it. I know it now, of course. I'm saying it as a kid, though, growing up, and then it wasn't until I was an adult, like, I, I didn't know that. I uh, learned in 2002. Me and my buddy, we were skipping class when we were smoking back in high school. And he was like, dude, check it out. Look, look at this. This is the ultimate goal right here, bro. This is where we need to go. Because, like, back then, you know what I'm saying? Like, like oh, we're going to be on the Cannabis Cup. We're going to be the greatest weed smokers in the world, you know? <laughs> fucking pure losers i swear he's like dude in california look you can get medical weed since 1997 i remember that i remember sitting there in these woods freezing my ass off just sitting there and he's like bro we can go to california and get legal weed <laughs> dude it's funny the things we would do back in the day to get weed uh i remember like in high school, my graduation, I had a friend come up from California, and he was able to bring weed through the Greyhound. So I learned this trick through him, obviously, uh, as I've I've employed it a couple times, being a musician in the past uh, in bands and touring. And he brought it in. He what he did was is he put it in a Ziploc bag, then he put that Ziploc bag inside of another Ziploc bag, and then he put that Ziploc bag inside of a bag with a little bit of coffee surrounding then he stuck that inside of a shampoo bottle <laughs> and then he filled the shampoo bottle back up with shampoo Ugh. never picked up scent and if you did pick up scent you could be like oh that's just uh like my, a coffee they could be just like oh it's like coffee shampoo or whatever you know what i mean even if it has that distinct flavor that distinct smell so he brought that up we get high in the, out in the woods. You mentioned getting high in the woods, and I got a flat tire. This is like the night before my gra- my night before my last day of senior year. So we're driving back on my flat tire. <laughs> my whole time, my friend Doug's like he's high off his ass, and he's like, "Bro, bro, fucked up. <laughs> Should have gotten a Camaro, bro." <laughs> I'm like, "What?" He's like. If you had gotten a Camaro, you wouldn't have gotten a flat tire, bro. I'm like, dude, we were in the woods. We probably just drove over something. That has nothing to do with having a No, bro. You got in a Camaro, bro. We could just go like 100 down the freeway right now, and it wouldn't matter. You, you wheel, it wouldn't matter if you had a flat. And I was like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> so I ended up uh, fixing it the next day, putting the, you know, the, the boot on, the spare on, whatever. So... We have that as far as the the drugs, right? Because Mr. Mackey's line, drugs are bad, okay? Basically, it be, kind of became a very pop culture statement. You know, Eminem references, even as a, Eminem does a lot of South Park voices. If you just live, listen over the history of his records, he'll parody Cartman. <laughs> he likes to parody that voice. So that's that makes me feel warm and, and fuzzy. Uh, but it was quoted in Marshall Mathers' song, uh, The Way I Am, as well as the kids, it was also on the hip hop quotables by Ludacris from his album Chicken and Bear. And in 2008, the line was referenced for, in the dissenting opinion of a judge, which I, th- I found this to be very interesting. So it happened in a case in the United States Court of Appeals for federal circuits. So a marijuana related court case at the Maryland Court of Appeals. Judge Clayton Green, Jr referenced this episode in his opinion calling Mr. Mackey's words immortal. Now in 2011 during a judiciary committee about a marijuana related bill in Denver, Colorado 
a representative showed off a potential packaging for edible marijuana products. According to the group called the Cannabis Therapy Institute, the label on the package, which bore the placeholder text, legal and governmentally approved statement describing that pot is bad. Okay. Mm-hmm. Was a reference to the South Park episode. So Denver, of course, being smart about it, capitalizing on uh, on <laughs> being bad. Like, I think as humans, anything that you tell us is bad, we're like, yeah, I want to, I want to try that. So we kind of talked about it throughout the episode. You know, the underlying tones. There was a practice of this religious circumcision in Judaism and the related ceremony. It, this one being a bris or the Brit Malah. And, you know, it, it, I think the, just to wrap up that topic, basically where I kind of wanted to leave on that was, is if you want to do it, then do it because it's for the right reasons. Don't just do it because it's a tradition is what I'm saying. Don't blindly. Right. Let's get right. here. Got to give little Billy a circumcision because everyone gets a circumcision. That's what I'm saying. Like do your information or you know do your research. And if it's not for religious purposes, I get I get it. If it's for religion and you're like into it, what I say is not going to matter. So, but if you're not into the religious aspect and you're just doing it to do it, don't do that, bro. Like, you know, do some research, then make a decision, see if it really matters to you. Cannabis goes by a number of different names: weed, grass, pot, marijuana. I mean, at one point, Mr. Mackey can't even pronounce the word like uh, Mary Jane correctly so instead of saying like jam he says mary jam mary jam, mary mary jam. to the point where kyle ends up pronouncing the drug as uh marijuana <laughs> towns whole town does not like weed they just fucking rag on i guess him. not like, you mentioned that really? you know. uh what else one might think that i think that uh oh this was interesting so i i found this interesting while doing my research parker and stone when they did the pilot they decided that Ike was just going to have his flip top head because that's associated with being a baby, like a two-year-old, right? However, when Terrence and Philip and other citizens of the Great White North, that being Canada, when they started making them, Parker and Stone, eventually that's just how now Canadians look. So basically what, I, what I'm saying is they didn't initially come up with a concept to make Ike Canadian based on the fact that he was a flip top head. They initially made the baby have flip top heads <laughs> and then just turned all the Canadians into flip top heads is what I'm saying. And then by association, that now made I Canadian. Uh, so interesting that that's how they chose to uh, picture Canadians. You know, what's funny is before we were going to start this episode, I'm going to let the audience in a little something funny. On our last episode when we were recording, we, got, we went on off to a tangent about Canadians, like for no reason. It had nothing to do with Canadians. <laughs> so I had to edit that out. And I was thinking before this episode started here, all right, I don't have to talk about Canadians. Don't talk about Canadians. <laughs> but there is something to talk about Canadians. Because <laughs> Ike is Canadian. Yeah. All right. Let's wrap up this episode now, guys. We're going to go over some of our Top moments we like and disliked. First off here, you wrote Mr. Mackey losing weed in class and not being able to find it. How does a teacher fucking lose weed? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's a uh, it's interesting. Like, I don't know how you would lose the weed. Like, first off. And how does Mr. Garrison even get in there? 
Well, he was already in there, right? It's his class. Oh, was he in there? I don't, I don't remember seeing him in there. Yeah, yeah, no, he was there. Then Mr. Mackey comes in, right. and right. he's like, let's oh, talk. Okay. So, hey, it's his class. However, it's kind of a good sleight of hand, because when you look through the scene, you never see Mr. Garrison in the background as the weed's being passed around. Like, how did he get the exactly. weed? That's why I'm like, why, how is he even there? And why didn't any of the, the kids point out, well, Mr. Garrison took it from us? Like, right? So it, it was kind of a weird thing kind of just to place it on Garrison. But it, it set up the overall story in the arc. So I guess it served its purpose. Uh, number two here, you're, uh, Kyle trying to save Ike, but ultimately learning that Ike was adopted and no longer cared about him. Of course, this is the irony. Uh, and you mentioned this could have technically been like a two-part episode. That's an interesting thought. Mm-hmm. Can elaborate? Um, well, like learning why Ike was adopted. We can kind of go about that. Oh, that's um, good- Yeah. We, we, know, I, we never know why Sheila and oh, fuck, Gerald. Gerald adopt Ike. No, there's no, like, can there's they no not have another one? Did so? Well, I assume from their perspective, uh, let's think a couple things. Let's mull things over, right? Right. First off, they probably could have more kids. Let's, let's be, probably could. But there's probably a couple of different things. Maybe Gerald got his, uh, you know, snip, snip. Uh, uh, maybe he doesn't find Sheila attractive enough to want to impregnate another woman. Uh, but what's most likely is the fact as Gerald uh, makes over six figures, so they decided to go ahead and adopt a child. That makes hmm. sense. That's probably realistically what it is. However, that's a good point. We've never truly gotten a Ike backstory have we has there ever been an ike dedicated episode not not explaining why only, he came to be Ike. i mean we i mean we got a little bit of it in the episode where all the canadians have to revert back to canada and his parents the canadian parents come and pick him up but they never they, it's kind of a blip you know what i mean that right a full true story and there wasn't a process of how they got Ike. And so that's a good point. And that would, that could have been a, a two-parter. If and doesn't were... it actually end up not being his parents? No, it does. It does. Okay. Ike wants to go back. We'll talk about that in a, right. maybe a year, I guess from now. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, you brought up the fact you like the fact the random guy just walks in. I've never missed a bris. And I brought tip. I brought tip. That's how he gets in the party by bringing dip. It's like if I bring some food or a dip, people will let me in because they all reacted all, like totally cool. They're like, "Oh, okay, yeah, you brought dip. That's nice." Yeah. Um. In in Austin, around UT campus, in all of those, uh, like apartment complex and stuff, dude. You literally just grab a bottle and you walk in any party. You walk in with two bottles, dude. You're, you're the life of the party for forty five minutes. Yeah, I mean, I think in fairness, college is like that in general. Yeah. <laughs> now that you think about it, now, now that you mention it, saying, hmm. I, I mean, you can be you can become an overnight friend to your whole dorm room by being the one that carries up the backpack full of beer. I've done that once or twice when I was a freshman for some of the sophomore and juniors, and they'd be like, "Hey, man, like we've been caught a couple times." They would never uh, suspect you, 
would you just carry some beer and sneak it up and then you can drink with us and hang out? And I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Beer, meet new people is what college is all about. Sure. And I did it and they never fucked with me. I just walked up. I'd be like, hi guys. And they're like, hi, Mr. Matt. And I'm like, hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? So yeah, uh, you know, good times, good times. Uh, bring some shit and you can get into a party is what we're saying. Mr. Mackey's wild drug and alcohol binge in its entirety. So he really liked this, of course, near the end, just stops and decides to get married in the honeymoon in India. <laughs> That's it. Goes completely stone cold sober. Right? Like he got sober. Poor Mr. Mackey. He never got, he's never got his chance. That, that leads us into the first thing we didn't like, the intervention they pull on Mr. Mackey after going sober. And number two, Mr. Garrison, you know, you know, being basically stealing his weed and fucking his life up. This whole thing, they stole Mr. Mackey's life. The, the A-team shows up. He shows up, just kidnaps him and throws him in the back of the truck. How come the chick never fights for him? What happened to right? her? What happens to her? She never, there's never any resolve, never any follow-up. What happened to Mr. Mackey's wife, Ian? Time to do some investigative reporting. Now, I bet you there are probably some, oh, here we go. Fucking investigative Ian, investigative Ian's, investigative scoop is on the case. Oh, I'm <laughs> getting such a clue right now. Detective scoop is on your case. Inspector Butters over here. <laughs> Butters, come back to me, Butters. Oh, I'm getting such a raging clue over here. Oh, let's follow your clue. Yeah, let's follow oh, your clue. Oh my god, my clue. I'm coming. I hope I don't get explained. Clue juice everywhere. <laughs> oh, I'm covered in clue goo. <laughs> so yeah, they basically took Mr. Mackey's life away in an opportunity for him to excel. And to become a better person. And he was in India where money didn't matter. And it was about love and peace. I'm not saying that India doesn't have its problems as well. But <laughs> for Mr. Mackey, he seemed very happy. And that's, that's kind of sad. Okay. And uh, we mentioned Mr. Mackey uh, getting his weed jacked by Mr. Garrison. We thought that was fucked up. Of course, you don't ever steal someone's weed like that. That's, that's not cool. Don't steal weed. Last, a couple, couple of the last things here. Or the last thing here, because we, we already did talk about the no resolution to what happened to Mackey's wife, is uh, the homelessness or the hippies. So if you're doing drugs, you're a, you're a hippie, you're homeless, you're a piece of shit. But drinking is acceptable. It's even drinking encouraged. Is acceptable. Even encouraged, right? He goes to the bar, and they're like, here, take this. This is not strip one. You're good. You can do the voice probably better. Go ahead. <laughs> Which one? The bartender. Oh, you need something a little stronger. Here you go. Right. Oh, you need something a little stronger here. You need a beer. You need something to take the edge off. So, so yeah, that's our top likes and dislikes. They made alcohol acceptable, and that's how it is in society. I mean, alcohol is definitely advertised to us. Still on TV. I'm waiting for the day when they start advertising weed. You know, they took away cigarettes. You don't really see cigarettes anymore advertised on television, unless it's after like a certain specific time or it's on a certain specific network. But most of the time, like they cigarettes got taken off of television. We haven't seen cigarette ads since we were a kid, right? I mean, remember, right. I remember back in the day seeing you know Joe Camel and Marlboro. Hell, there were Super Bowl commercials with cigarettes. 
Now you just get cigarettes or commercials shaming cigarettes. And the only time you really ever see cigarettes now is in print format in magazines. Like that's really the only ad or online or through your mailer. Like maybe you bought a pack of cigarettes one time. You went on, you signed up or something like that. You oh no, you'll be in a bar. This is how they get you. You'll be in a bar. You maybe you had a couple beers. There's the cigarette girl who's walking around. She's got a little iPad or a little Palm Pilot. Hey, you guys want a free pack of cigarettes? Oh uh, yeah, sure. All you gotta do is <laughs> sign up with your email. So you put your email in, and then they give you a free pack of smokes. Now you're on their mailing list, and they send you shit in the mail. Yep, free packs of smokes, coupons for free packs, two dollars off, three dollars off. You know, buy one, get two free. It's fucking insane. Like um, American Spirit somehow got my email and address. And so around my birthday, they always send me like this weird, weird, like they, they sent me a, um, a tree. Seeds to plant a tree and everything to start a tree. What the fuck is this? It's from a tobacco company, dude. <laughs> That's so weird. That is so weird. Well, that's it. Another episode. Another episode in the books. South Park. Check Mad Bows. Season two, episode three, Ike's Wee Wee. We, of course, will be back again next week. And, Ian, we've got a guest joining us. Greg Noggle from the Rat Salad Review show and our network. He's actually one of the guys who helps upload our show on the platform over there, too. He'll be joining us to review one of my favorite episodes in season two, episode four, Chicken Lover. <laughs> in the one years of reading. And Cartman's a psychic. And uh, it's, this is, I see donuts, pancakes, sprinkled in donuts. Oh my God, I fucking love this episode. And I'm looking forward to reviewing Chicken Lover. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Scoop, was this episode in Scoop's Top 20? Top 20? Ha, ha. A top 20? Ha, ha. Yeah, it is top 20. This is Scoop's Top 20. Huh? This makes, what number would you say this is? Let me keep track. To, I'm going to have to get it to the official list, but I think it's around 16 or 17. Okay. Okay. So it's a good make- spot for it. It makes top 20. It definitely made your top 50, not top 100, of course. So it is in Scoop's top 20. I'm going to say it does not make my top 20. I would make my, I would say it makes my top 50. It's a good episode, but I won't say top 20 because, uh, you know, I think there's probably 20 episodes more that I find a lot more humorous. But the drug stuff was funny. Like, I'll give it to that. Like, all the macking, smoking weed, and LSD, highlight of the episode for sure. For sure. Um, so of course, special shout out to our sponsors that we mentioned, ratsaladreview.com and hackerhamin.podbean.com. You can check me out over there, guys, on hackerhamin.podbean.com. I host two shows, The Impact Attack and Light the Fuse. The professional wrestlers Ben Amin and Chris Silvio, as well as uh, radio personality and journalist uh, Jonathan Jansen on The Impact Attack. So check me out over there, guys. You can also check out Ian on Twitter if you want to converse with him at our official Twitter account, which is at Suck my balls pod. It's also the same on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook at South Park Pod as well. Feel free to shoot us an email if you want to join in on the conversation with us. If you want to jump onto a show with us and you're a fan and you're a real person, you're not a weirdo and you want to review an episode of South Park, shoot us an email. Suck my balls at gmail.com. And if you have a podcast and you'd like to trade some likes, shares, radio interviews, appearances, please do. So we would love to review an episode of South Park with you. 
Mr. Skeep, do you have anything else you'd like to talk about before we go today? All right, well, Ian was muted, so... Check my house! <laughs> Damn it, well, yeah. In Jungfarel vil juletid Ting, tang, ting, jo til dig Omkring ham dannet sneen hvid Ting, tang, ting, jo til dig Han stred sig frem i regn og blæst med et, der sejnede hans hest Ting, tang, lu, ting, tang, lu Ting, tang, ting, jo til dig I høje tårn Ting, tang, ting, nu til dig Og ventede ham samt til form Ting, tang, ting, nu til dig Men natten gik så trist og lang I ensomhed til solopgang Ting, tang, lu Ting, tang, lu Ting, tang, ting, nu til dig Den næste dag vi hed morgen rød Ting, tang, ting, nu til dig De fandt den stakkels junker død Ting, tang, ting, nu til dig Han dækket var af sne og is Men tør nu op i paradis Ting, tang, lu Ting, tang, lu Ting, tang, ting, nu til dig Det var jo noget værd og noget Ting, tang, ting, nu til dig For da han tøde, blev han våd Ting, tang, ting, nu til dig Men sådan kan det altså gå Når man går uden hue på Ting, tang, lu Ting, tang, lu Ting, tang, ting, nu til dig Ting, tang, ting, nu til dig Hun kastede sig fra tårnet ned Ting, tang, ting, nu til dig Nu deler de en lille sky Som regner over land og by Ting, tang, lu Ting, tang, lu Ting, tang, ting,